Now, Talk Real Estate, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. Hi, I'm Shara McNamara, and you are listening to Talk Real Estate. Let me share a little bit about my background before we get started. I am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, located on the South Shore, and I have been working as a full-time realtor and sales and marketing consultant for home buyers and home sellers for the past 15 years. My unique approach to assisting my clients to the next chapter of their lives is driven by being a team player and by offering them continuous training, education, advising, and mentoring. Every week, I will be providing you with real estate topics ranging from home buyer and home seller advice, legal matters, insurance binders, flood insurance concerns, home inspection questions, environmental worries like radon, lead paint, and mold, mortgages and loan programs, staging tips and ideas, real estate contracts, market trends, home values, and more. It's a talk radio show, and you can follow along online. If you have any questions during the show, please call 781-837-4900. We'd love to talk real estate. If you missed any of our shows, you can listen on my podcast at talkrealestateradio.com. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me regarding your home sale or your home purchase, you can connect with me anytime at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Now, sit back, relax, take good notes, and let's talk real estate. And to, hello to all our South Shore neighbors who are listening to Talk Real Estate with Boston Connect Real Estate's broker team. My name is Melissa Wallace, and I am joined by my team members, Sharon McNamara, who's in the other room right now. And She's Mary social Baker. distancing. Social distancing. <laughs> setting up another uh, another situation over there so she can be a part of our show tonight. Um, and then Mary Baker, my team member, she's sitting next to me, but at a, at a good distance. Yeah, you can't see me. If you're watching on Facebook Live, I'm, I'm, I'm nowhere. Although I'm not sure if it really matters because we do live together so yeah that's true yeah you you would be considered a familial unit okay good good we're familial (laughs) familial that sounds like italian or something is it italian I'm not sure the derivative of the word. Um, Everything comes from Latin. So make me answer that. Okay, we'll just go with that. Uh, We tonight we are going to be continuing our conversation. Um, This is the fourth week that we are going to be covering this topic because it is the number one thing everybody should be talking about right now. Um, So we're going to be continuing a conversation with our local public safety officials um, with the update on the impacts of the coronavirus to our community, Um, and then Mary and I are going to be talking. um, Mayor Sharon and I are going to be talking about um, the impacts that we've seen in the real estate industry. Um, but we'll, we'll start off with, um, you know, what's going on with our community. So tonight we are joined by, um, again, for the fourth fourth week in a row, um, the Pembroke's Deputy Fire Chief, Ken McCormick. Hello, hello. Hello. <laughs> and uh, Pembroke's Health Agent, Lisa Cullity. Hello. Hello. I feel like we're all a big family. Welcome. Yes. <laughs> you said you missed us when we first walked in. I know. Actually, you yelled at me, Ken. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I know. Mary and I weren't here last week. Um, Sharon was uh, running running the show around here, um, so she's going to be joining us uh, shortly. But, um, but yeah, we, we missed you last week, so we were tuning in on Facebook. It was um, an extra long show, too. You guys were on until 8 yes. o'clock, which was nice, yeah, so a yeah. lot of information that was given out. Yep. yep. Yeah. Um, we also were joined by Josh um, Cutler. And he's going to be joining in later on. He's the Massachusetts State Rep for the 6th District in Plymouth County. So that covers Pembroke, Duxbury, and Hanson. Um, He's going to be calling in shortly, I think around 6.30 after the traffic. So, um, you know, we... 
we just we wanted to cover this topic again and mm-hmm. I think that we're going to be continuing covering this topic as is yeah. um you know we had a press conference today with Governor Baker and he gave sort of an update yes. and we'll we'll go yeah, over that and how that is going to impact all of us in this room and all and of it us it seems like it's going to <laughs> seems like it's going to so yes. um you know it, it's changing every day and I think that that's why you know we're continuing to talk about this this topic is because we're seeing it change you know every day with the real estate world you guys are seeing it change every day with you know our community um so we want to we want to dive into that because obviously it's the most important most important topic everybody should be talking about well i saw i saw i was googling a lot earlier today and i saw something scary that officially um the death toll for the coronavirus has surpassed the amount that we lost in 9-11 which kind of made me really sad because probably 9-11 for me was the most significant disaster um, in U.S. history yep. for my lifetime anyway until something like this because this is going to claim a whole lot more lives than that. Yeah, sadly, um, yes. Yeah. Mm. So I I read that and I was like, oh, that's kind of sad. <laughs> yeah. It is. Yeah. Um, and yeah. even public safety people too because um, something that uh, I listened to the radio show last week and Sharon was talking to you guys and Ken, we were talking about how you are walking into houses that you have no idea where these people have been sometimes and they're not really being forthright or forthcoming to you, um, not necessarily because they're hiding anything, but because they just don't, they don't know. Why it's would not, they? It's not doing. It, yeah, it's not um, mm-hmm. in their mm-hmm. mind pertinent information that they have to be sharing. Yep. Um, but if one of you gets sick, then potentially seven are exposed, and that's literally half of our fire department in Pembroke. Good to be having that. We do have specific information with Lisa hanging on traffic, though. Okay, perfect. Well, we are going to pass the torch over to Lisa um, at the WATD Traffic Center to see how anybody who is driving home from work (laughs) is fortunate enough to still have a job right now. Um, Why don't you let everybody know how it's looking out there, Lisa? Well, thanks, Melissa, and thanks to Ken for doing a great job. You know, uh, we cannot thank thank our first responders enough. Anyway, uh, for those of you taking the tea, the red line is running on a Saturday schedule, and Logan Express service at Braintree is reduced to hourly operations. The Expressway southbound's a nine-minute ride in both directions between Boston and Braintree. Route 3 South is a 10-minute drive from the Expressway down to Rockland. 93 and 128 are in good shape, as is Route 24 South. This report is sponsored by Mothers Against Drunk Driving. For victims of drunken drug driving, your grief is unique, but you're not alone. You always have a place at MAD. Call the 24-hour victim helpline at 877-MAD-HELP or visit MAD.org. Traffic on the nines every morning. I'm Lisa DeMilo in the WATD Traffic Center. We now return to Talk Real Estate, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services on 95.9 WATD. We are back. You are listening to Talk Real Estate with Boston Connect Real Estate's broker team. My name is Melissa Wallace, and I'm joined by my team members, Sharon McNamara and Mary Baker. Tonight, we are continuing our conversation um, about coronavirus and how it's impacting our community and the real estate world. Um, But first, um, I I re-listened to our show last week, um, and I know somebody um, or a couple people called into Ben just wanted to um, get your information and, and sort of what you guys do in the town. So why don't we recap? 
recap that part. Um, Lisa, do you want to um, start off with telling sure. everybody absolutely who you are, what you do for the town, <laughs> how long you've been doing it, all that fun stuff? Sure. So uh, I serve as the town's health agent, which basically is the director of public health um, for the town of Pembroke. And the vast majority of my time is usually spent on septic systems and Title Fives, working with nice folks like you guys. Um, I've been serving as the agent for just shy of 10 years now. Um, I was on the board of health for over 12 years before that. And um, my educational background is earth sciences, geology. So usually when it comes to the health stuff, we have um, public health nurses that work directly on health with us. However, when it comes to emergency management, my role will, will shift to a much more health intensive um, type of directive, but uh, more in the, the the area of management and oversight rather than direct health work. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I'm sorry, did I miss how long you've been doing this? Yep. Just, just shy, shy of 10 years. Just shy just of 10 years. So Time as flies. long as I've been in real estate. Pretty much. Is, so is we should have an anniversary party in 2020. <laughs> when this is all over, I think we should all have a party. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Sharon, you're hosting, right? No, oh, she's in. <laughs> um, is your position in the town, is that elected or is no, it it's, it's an appointed it's an it's one of the few uh, appointed mm -hmm. non-union positions within the community that when the town ad adopted the town manager act my position would be be hired and terminated by the town manager oh, okay okay and we might have the town manager joining us later <laughs> if we do we'll do his introduction as well um but okay moving on to the one and only ken mccormick oh, <laughs> So I'm the deputy chief uh, with the Pembroke Fire Department. I'm going into my 26th year. Oh, you, um, got us wow. all, you got us all beat there. A yep. little bit. Um, you know, my role is uh, the second in command of the department under the chief. I do fire inspection, fire prevention. I do... You do it all. Yeah, we do a lot. I do a lot. There's a lot that I... I mean, EMS coordinator, the QAQI um, officer for the department. So there's a lot. And then when Corona... 19 decided to come visit and uh, he got a whole we, new job yeah we have a whole new job <laughs> he's the only one who uh corona's the only one that's traveling right now yeah. we're not traveling um, so we had a whole new job so yeah. you know we have a great team here in pembroke we're lucky our, our pima team uh, we we're all work lucky. well together we all work very well under uh, lisa's guidance um so we're, so that's that task force that you guys yes. put together right yeah um Gosh, seven, eight years ago now, Ken. Oh, wow. um, most communities, so every community is tasked by the state through multiple bureaus, not just Department of, of Public Health, but um, through MEMA, which is Massachusetts Emergency Management Agency, and other agencies send down directives to the town that in the case of a dire emergency, you have to have a basically a master plan, a disaster plan of what happens in your community. Um, so it was about eight years ago that Ken and I started working together on this. Um, along with the, the chief of police and now most recently the fantastic Lieutenant McDonald and the fantastic Lieutenant LaPierre have stepped up into this this agency role. Mm -hmm. And um, we're, we're charged with putting together what they call an org charter or command chart and everything else. And what many communities our size do is do what's called a unified command where these, these team players all work together. And rather than just, it's your thing, you handle it and everything else, mm -hmm. it's kind of like a team approach. Mm -hmm. And depending on what the threat is, obviously, who's going to be at the, the top of that org 
org chart is going to depend on what the threat. I mean, obviously, in a fire, it's going to be the fire department or some yeah. sort of chemical spill. And, and obviously, if it was a hostile threat of some sort, it would be the, the police department. But the job of the rest of us is kind of to back up and support and use our resources and expertise to support what's going on. So mm-hmm. lucky me, it's COVID. So I get to I get <laughs> to be the, the virus girl. I'm the, yeah. the head of the virus. That's right. So you drew the short straw. Yeah, exactly. I drew the short <laughs> straw this time. I, I am very going to be very happy when I no longer draw the short straw. But, you know, we're seeing the kinds of things now we want to see. We're seeing not that incredibly mm-hmm. high surge we saw in China that we saw um, in Italy. Um, unfortunately, it looks like New York's getting hit with a little higher surge than yeah. a lot of the other places across the country, which is really sad. But again, with a higher population is somewhat to be expected. Um, but it, right now in, in, in most of Massachusetts and certainly the South Shore, we're seeing that much slower progression. Mm-hmm. We're going to see a spike. I don't want to lead anyone into any false hopes. Mm -hmm. It is coming. We're going to see that spike, but it does not seem to be happening with quite 